Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, Keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. What's going on, people? Hope you had a fantastic week. You are, of course, listening to Disunomics, and this is the Disunomics podcast. Firstly, a very important announcement. I am doing a live show. This is the first one since pre-pandemic. So the last one's almost this time, two years ago, December, 2019. Now this show will be at my good friend's spot, the Soul Box in South London, Deptford, I believe. And the date will be December the 12th. So because remember, this is at Soul Box, um, lovely um, restaurant and bar in South London. And the tickets are very limited because the venue is slightly smaller than what we usually do. So make sure you get your tickets, half of them already gone. So don't lack on your tickets, get them, get them, get them. The link to the tickets will be in the description of this podcast or whatever platform you are listening to your podcast on, just open in the description, you'll be able to click on the link. And if that doesn't work for whatever reason, you can go on my Instagram, Twitter, um, Disonomics of course, and there is a link tree. So you can click on it there, or you can just go on, type in Disonomics on Shubs or go on Shubs.com and type in this and live show. So make sure you get your tickets. Now, the agenda for the show is to discuss politics. So we're going to discuss things like, is it, can ethnic minorities be conservative or have conservative views? And we're going to talk about the landscape of politics, what's happening in the pandemic and all that good stuff going. We're going to talk about protesting, the right to protest with um, Insulate Britain and all those other people. So make sure you grab your tickets. It's going to be a great night. Food on and out will be done by Donut Bay. So you can search them on Instagram. Great food. So make sure you grab your tickets. Remember, tickets are limited. This is not like the other live shows where there's plenty of plenty of tickets available and they sold out a couple of times. Tickets are limited. So make sure you grab that. Of course, final bit of housekeeping. Last week's episode with the rum rock star, Mr. La Sola Seb, my boy, we discussed his premium spice run brand, La Solas. They're in the second year. So congrats to them as a startup. So it was basically life versus entrepreneur, startup life, bootstrapping versus crowdfunding, marketing, branding, some mistakes that's been made, some lessons learned, some positives. So it's a very, very interesting conversation for those involved or interested in business. And for you budding entrepreneurs, I definitely implore you to check that out. Of course, recorded at my boy Studio High Frequency Studios. Link will be in the description for the book. But yeah, that's what the housekeeping done. This week's episode, I am talking about something very random because I just saw it randomly somewhere. Private jets, the economics of private jets. Can we fly a private jet or can we own a private jet? So we're going to discuss how viable that is, or how viable, sorry, that is for us to fly a private Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Yo, people, what is a private jet? A private jet or business jet or sometimes dubbed biz jet is just simply a jet aircraft designed for transporting small groups of people. 
So when you're taking your commercial flights, you're jumping on a Boeing jet, for um, plane, for example, there's hundreds of people on that plane potentially, but private jets can have up to like four people. It could have as little as four people all the way up to 30 people. It just depends. Here's some fun facts to get this kicked off. The cost of a new jet can range anywhere between $3 million and $90 million. So think about that. $3 million. That's a lot of money, let alone $90 million. Saudi royal and billionaire businessman Al-Walid bin Talal has the world's most expensive private jet. His one costs half a billion dollars. So <laughs> the Saudi Public Investment Fund just bought Newcastle for over $300 million. So his jet costs more than the initial purchase of Newcastle, which I find hilarious. Um, so if you look at his private jet, it includes a two-car garage, a stable for horses and camels, and a prayer room. Not only they've got prayer room, but it also always it's always rotating to make sure it is facing Mecca, which I find a fantastic little addition. So it's going to cost you a lot of cash money up front to get yourself a private jet, as I said, what anywhere between three and $90 million. But the real money drainer is actually the operating cost of a private jet. Now, operating costs could be anywhere between $700,000 to $4 million a year. Now think, you've got to do insurance, storage, fuel, all the different taxes that come come into into owning a private jet. You can't just have a private jet. You're gonna have to pay people certain things. Not how you have to pay road tax and stuff like that. Also, maintenance. Like owning a private jet is not for the faint-hearted. Most people who actually purchase private jets, who own private jets, actually purchase used one because <laughs> look at the price point. The operating costs put owning. A private jet, pretty much out the out the reach of everybody, but the world's top, top, top cash money men and women, and of course some um, a small group of um, businesses. So the likes of me and you, the chances of us having three to nine million, Jeremy knocking around, and then obviously five hundred, what four to five hundred grand, up until like maybe. 3 million pounds to operate in a yearly basis. That's a lot of money for us. Do you know what I mean? So if we look at CEO and founder of New Hampshire-based private jet services, Greg Rafe, he says owning an aircraft isn't a good financial decision for anybody. Much like cars, planes start depreciating the minute they're purchased. From the initial cost to ongoing maintenance, planes are not a wise investment for individuals. You're always losing money. When you own an aircraft, you're always paying for it, even when it's not in use. Not only is it depreciating, but you're paying for hangar fees to store it. You're paying insurance. You're paying to keep your crew and cuckoo around and at the ready. Because, of course, you're going to need these people at the ready when you want to, you know what I mean, fly. So it's not for the faint heart. There's a lot of cash money. If you want to fly private, but owning, your, but owning a private jet is out of your budget, it's probably best monetary-wise to charter a plane. So that's essentially just hiring it out. Is, is more viable and obviously the cost is going to be very dependent on the size of the jet. So I was looking to do some research. So for a small, light private jet, they're the cheapest to charter. These accommodate the few, fewer passengers are best for shorter trips, such as the Cessna, Citation Mustang or the Bombardier um, Learjet 35. So you can fly from London to Manchester, which is about, what, a three-hour drive and a f two about a two-hour train 
five-hour coach. I've done that and I'll never, ever do that again. You could get to London, from London to Manchester in 40 minutes for a cool £2,700. And that's for a four-seater Cessna. So that will set you and your boys back around, what, 2007. That's one, three, five, that's about... 800 quid just under 800 quid quick maths that i'm not being very accurate because i'm being a bit lazy um a seven cr will cost you three thousand eight hundred pounds now if you are looking at a flight from london to liverpool to dublin that could also be done in 40 minutes and a seven seater next 400 xt can be done for four thousand eight hundred pounds or if you want a, if you want a Bombardier Learjet thirty one, that's six thousand three hundred. So this is not 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 cheap at all. Not cheap at all. Now if we're looking for a medium sized jet, so such as the Citation XLS Plus or the Dassault Falcon fifty, they have spaces up to nine people. And if you look at the Hawker Beechcraft eight, that's for eight people. That will cost you seven thousand two hundred and fifty quid to get you from to get you from um, from London to Manchester for a call which is about an hour it's 40 minutes to an hour as I said before Glasgow to Cardiff you can get down the M Embryo Legacy 450 8 seats 50 minutes 8,300 quid so let's do the math on that 8,300 quid divided by 8 so you your mates if you fancy it, so let's say you just finished watching um um, the Celtic, the old firm, so the Celtic and um, Rangers derby, and you've got a night out planned for you in Cardiff. That'll cost you and your boys for an hour, just under an hour's flight, a thousand quid. Value for money is up to y'all. Now, long range private jets is more ideal for larger groups. So, when you're traveling with larger groups, you might want to get a long range long-range private jet so you've got the Dassault Falcon 900 EX or the Bomb Bombardier Global 5000 and they both have 13 seats and more luxury interiors because obviously you're catering for more people the distance is longer so luxury your comfort is going to matter more if you're traveling a longer distance so if you're going on a short trip like I don't know from Stratford to Bow you could just jump in an Uber you don't really care how it is but if you're going on a drive from Stratford to let's say Newcastle, you're gonna to wanna to be in a more comfortable environment. Now, let's look at some flights. So if you wanna fly from London to Glasgow, that can be anywhere between 8,400 pounds to 14,200 pounds. So let's look at the 14,200 and you divide that by 13 people. That's a cool 1,000 pounds, well, just under 1,100 quid for about a 40 to 50 minute journey. If you have 30, you can go up to 30 to 30 people. So another quick one for the same for the same type of journey. Um, a 13-seater Bombardier, Bombarda or Bombardier, how much Challenger, 850 can complete the journey in 55 minutes for 10,400 quid. Now, if you have 30 people jet, such as the Burn Business jet, it can get you from London to Glasgow for 76,500 pounds. To put that in perspective, there is you can buy two bed houses somewhere in England for that price. That is an insane amount of money. Like the overall majority of people in the UK don't even earn that in a year. 
And again, that flight will cost you a cool 2,550 quid each. So let's say you had a stag do and wanted to like, you know what I mean? Do a chartered flight. It costs you about 2,550 quid on average. So imagine uh, how much it costs for, I think it was Stormzy who got a private jet to fly his friends. Um, I think it was it to Ibiza or Marbella or one of those places. I just can't imagine what that was like in terms of cost. Must have cost a lot of cash money. Now, there is other ways to potentially get it cheaper. So if you want to ball out on a budget, the empty leg charter vibe or life hack, I'm not sure if it's really a life hack um, <laughs> because it's still going to cost a lot of money, is for you. So let's say a private jet, let's say I'll book a private jet from here to Lagos, but it was a one leg flight. So do you know you could buy a one-way ticket? And let's say that's what I wanted to do. Obviously, the plane has to either go back to where <laughs> it came from or go to another destination. It hasn't got passengers predetermined. So effectively, it is an empty leg. So seats on such flight are heavily discounted and offered at up to 75% of a discount on the standard price. So that's a significant drop-off in price. But still, <laughs> it's a lot of money. So why, why, what's the point of flying privately? It costs millions to buy it. Once you've got it, it's going to damn near cost you millions to maintain it yearly. And even when you're looking at chartering it, so just hiring it out to fly to destinations, it's going to cost you thousands of pounds, potentially tens of thousands of pounds. So what's the point of flying private? What's the alert outside of, well, first things first, one of the alerts is because you can, <laughs> simply because, yo, I've got enough bread, like, man, man, if a man wants to fly private, I'm going to fly private. Do you know what I mean? That's one of the potential alerts. But... There is also other reasons. So remember we spoke about Mr. Rafe earlier. He said clients choose private travel to ensure they arrive at a destination on time. And it's the best possible physical and to arrive in their best possible physical and mental shape. Busy executives cannot afford to show up late for important meetings or to feel sluggish before because of the rigors of a commercial travel. They know that the cost of failure far exceeds the cost of private jet travel. So this is more looking at serious executives, CEOs that are on big meetings that may have significant impact in terms of putting money on the table, put food on the table of their companies. So you can't afford to be, do you know what I mean, chilling at a young London Heathrow and then EasyJet like, well, I'm not going to lie, yeah. your flight is delayed by two hours. What? These houses are meant to be in Barcelona to have a meeting of the CEO of Google, for example, I can't leave them waiting. Like we've got a deal to close. We, do you know what I mean? That type of stuff happens. And also you don't want to be all cramped up and that business class, I haven't been on business class, but it looks way more comfortable than economy. And then there's first class. They're nowhere near going to be as comfortable as flying private. You are in a, such a different environment. Obviously you fly on your own terms. Many private jet customers, of course, you probably guessed by now, tend to be business travelers. And some of the advantages, like for, let's say, for example, I've gone for a meeting, I've flown private, and it's overrun dramatically. Instead of me missing my flight, rushing to get back to LAX airport like I did in 2015 and almost missing my flight, 
and having to pay for another flight like one of my boys had to do. If I'm flying private, it's calm. The plane is waiting for me at the airport. So that's a very, very big advantage. Also, private jet can land at many more airports compared to commercial aircraft. So they could be closer to where you want to go. Do you know like certain planes only fly to certain locations? Like for example, if you want to fly out of city airport, which is very convenient if you live in and around inner London, especially live um southeast or east London, you can't get flights from city airport to anywhere you want to go. And a lot of destinations you're gonna to have to if you have to fly out of city by force, even if city are doing routes, it's gonna be an indirect flight. Private jets give you that luxury where they can fly fly into and land in a variety of spots. Also, some jets come equipped with office amenities so executives can work while they're en route in a more comfortable environment. So you're probably thinking, pandemic must have slapped up life for private jet industry. Actually, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Business is actually doing pretty, pretty well for this industry. Despite the pandemic and and troubles the demand for mansions super yachts and planes is going through the roof due to rising wealth and cheap debt so what is cheap debt effectively the debt obviously is when you borrow so if i go borrow 500 quid from my best friend evie i owe her 500 pounds so that's a debt of 500 pounds now she's not going to charge me interest well i hope she won't so that's cheap debt i don't have to pay interest on that whereas if I go and borrow money from my other best friend, Martha, and she charged me interest of 20%. That's a pretty expensive debt because I have to pay 20% on top of that 500 pounds. The interest rates currently are record lows. Record, record lows. So that, so that means the cost of borrowing is cheap. Therefore, to have debt and to service debt is relatively pretty cheap. So this has enabled uh, people with lots of money to be able to live the Vida Loca. So earlier I spoke of the Bombardier Global 5000 and other lines. So if we look at the Bombardier Global 5000, no, 5,500, 5, that could fly at top speed of 594 miles per hour and it could fly nonstop from Los Angeles to Moscow, it is currently available for $45 million. And those have been flying off the shelves. According to co-founder of MySky, um, then by a gentleman named Christopher March Marich, the market is in a position where it has never been before. For every aircraft out there, there are two or three buyers for popular models. So the demand is going through the roof. Chairman of private jet business, um, Flexjet, and the chairman is by, was by the name of Ken Ritchie. He says that he's struggling like he's never before been able to before to find planes to expand his jet. He says manufacturers will literally laugh at buyers' requests for a new plane to be delivered within the next six months. And the used market has, has been picked clean. Like everybody's just grabbing jets up and down because it's such a booming business right now. There's demand for it is so, so high for the factors I mentioned prior. Com he said his company has actually suspended sales of blocks of flight hours because it simply can't keep up the demand. The demand was too high. The number of private aircraft flights obviously dropped during the pandemic, which which really took off um, in March 20, 2020. 
as well as commercial. Commercial flights got absolutely obliterated this summer. This is not the Nisla's no. However, however, if we're looking at the snapback in terms of, do you know what ladies say when they get pregnant, they get back in shape? They call it um, the snapback. I find it quite interesting. But if you look at the snapback in terms of the commercial airline industry versus the private um, airline industry, the commercial airline one has been a lot more sluggish. Of course, uh, some countries are still shut off. There is um, different rules regarding vaccinations and COVID tests and quarantine. It's just the cost of traveling has gone up. The administration, everything. Private, pri- the pri- in terms of the private flying industry, that's actually returned pretty quickly in comparison. It's actually crazy. So, if you look at... Um, the numbers now, US private aircraft flights are, are are on pace to be the highest since the industry peak of 2007. Orders for new aircraft easily outpaced production during the second quarter of 2020. So after a decade of the industry glapping with overproduction and price discounts, the long-term outlook has never been this good. Like for playmakers, industry is booming. About two-thirds of business jet operators plan to fly more hours next year than in 2021 according to annual survey from the honeywell international inc the strong demand of the strong demand has been really 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 driving this private jet shipments over the next decade are expected to be expected total 7400 at a value of 238 billion dollars according to a survey by honeywell which makes components from jet engines to cop to cockpit controls for business aircrafts. This is higher than last year's prediction of 7,300, which is about $235 billion. Play manufacturers are rolling out new jets with lots of bells or whistles in an attempt to stimulate sales. Dassault unveiled the Falcon 10X, the French company's largest jet, in May. Bombardier has revamped a popular mid-sized jet that's now calling the, that's now calling the Challenger 3,500 and the Goldstream this month, introducing two jets, a smaller one of the G5, G500 and a remake of the G650. These are certain planes you probably heard of in rap songs. Flexjet says nine out of 10 recent first-time buyers of jet cards have um, have decided they're going re- to be return customers. So we're seeing the industry is booming. So I find this pretty interesting because you would, you would think that in times like this, such a luxury that flying private will be an industry that is absolutely battered. But it just shows that's not the case. Not the case at all. Phenomenal, if you ask me. So, can me and you fly private? Yes, we can. But it simply depends on how much money we are willing to spend. If you are willing to fork out four figures, anywhere between a grand to three grand, you and your friends could potentially fly private to Marbella, Mykonos maybe, Cannes or maybe if you're sick and tired of the prices of Dirty December flying direct you might want to jump in gather the troops and um, fly privately so yeah that's it for this week's Summit Podcast I hope you've learned and um, enjoyed my commentary on the lavish lifestyle of flying private and of course don't forget the live show the live show is very very important make sure you grab your tickets link will be in the description and until next week Peace and blessings. Bow. Sports Social Podcast Network.